0: Hello, welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Alina. I hope that you are having an amazing day. Today, I want to really go back to the basics and have a look at Pillar 1 which is nutrition, really thinking about this question, which is why aren't I losing weight? So it might be that you're new to your healthy living and weight loss journey. Hello, 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 and welcome. And you might be feeling a little bit daunted and thinking, oh my goodness, where do I start? What is going on with everything? And it might be that you are not new to this. And it might be that you have been trying a little bit, making some changes, perhaps getting some results, perhaps sliding back a little bit and that i know is really really frustrating so i think wherever you are in your journey it is worth going back and understanding nutrition and understanding why nutrition is one of the keys to healthy weight loss now i just to recap for people who are new the four pillars that i talk about are healthy living sorry healthy eating Exercise that lights you up, sleep and mindset or emotional wellness and mindset or mental fitness is another way of looking at it. And that includes emotional eating, but it also includes your mindset and how you think about things, particularly how you think about this weight loss journey or this healthy living journey, depending which resonates more for you. And I think it's really important to emphasise that that mindset piece is a really, really important piece of the puzzle. Because if you are just focusing on, okay, I have to eat like this, I have to eat like this, then you get stuck in discipline, depriving, making it hard for yourself. And at some stage, that is not going to work. So what I say is healthy, li- sorry, healthy eating that you enjoy, healthy eating that lights you up. How- having said all of that, I do think it is important to really acknowledge or to understand how nutrition works. And nutrition is one of those quite controversial areas in that, you know, you can say, okay, keto is definitely the way forwards or this way is definitely the way forwards. So unravelling a little bit of all the amazing amount of conflicting information that is available. And I will dive in and explain, you know, what's going on and what's important to pay attention to. Now, before I start, I had a question about liver inflammation and what are the best things to do about liver inflammation? And I would say if you are if you have a problem with liver inflammation, well, number one, you do need to know why. So, you know, you do have to go to your doctor and find out what the cause is. Alcohol is a big contributor to liver inflammation or alcoholic liver inflammation. So, obviously, if that is a cause, you need to cut back on alcohol. And if you can, I would say reduce alcohol. Life without alcohol is not as bad as you think it is, in the same way that life without sugar is not as bad as you think it is. Now, the other aspect of liver inflammation is everything that I'm about to say, essentially. It's about reducing your weight and reducing your inflammation. And that is everything that you eat and everything that you do, essentially. Like it all, it all rolls into one. And for example, exercise can impact your inflammation as well. So going back to like the solution to your liver, issue is all four of those pillars. And I genuinely believe that all four pillars are related and connected and you need to be working on all four pillars. Now, do not worry. It is not as bad and overwhelming as it sounds. It is fun and enjoyable. And it's really about creating a healthy life that you enjoy that also sustains your weight loss and health goals. So, I want to reiterate that. It's about creating a lifestyle that you enjoy. It's not about saying, okay, I'm going to deprive myself. I'm going to do these things that I don't enjoy doing. No, the way to make this work is to think about it in the long term and think about how you can generate a lifestyle that really supports your weight loss goals. Okay, so let's have a little think about nutrition. And I've I've titled this Healthy Eating, the Mediterranean Style Diet, Weight Loss and Longevity. And all of these are connected. So when we look at weight loss we want to think okay what it, what is it that we need to do in order to lose weight but also we want to be doing this in a healthy way we want to be doing this in a way that supports our long term our long term goals of living a long time and being active and enjoying our lives so the other really important question to ask is what is a healthy way of eating now when we look at the research what is coming out more and more and more is that plant based eating is the healthiest way to eat. Now, what does plant-based mean? It doesn't mean that you... Can't ever eat meat. It means really that you want to be getting most of your calories from fruit and vegetables. So plant forwards. And I know that the standard American diet is really like a big slab of meat with a little bit of vegetables around the side. No, you want it to be the other way around. You want to think vegetables, vegetables, vegetables. And then you might use a little bit of meat for flavoring, for changing, for, you know, adding a little bit more dimension to your cooking as opposed to, okay, let's go and think of the meat. No, think of vegetables first. Now, there are different types of plant-based eating, and one of them is the Mediterranean-style diet. And you've probably seen that the Mediterranean-style diet has a lot of, like, kudos these days for being the healthiest way of eating, or one of the healthiest ways of eating. Now, it is a little bit tricky because the Mediterranean-style diet isn't really defined exactly. I mean, it is, but there's no, like, somewhere someone has written, this is exactly what is included in the Mediterranean-style diet. I'll show you what I use and how I've come about what, what I use in a moment. But the other thing I would say is that it does get a bit confusing because people talk about Mediterranean-style cuisine, which is typically things like pizza from Italy and pasta from Italy and rice from Spain. Now, those are all what I call white refined carbohydrates. So a white refined carbohydrate is any kind of, well, white carbohydrate carbohydrate, that is normally quite processed. Or not super processed, it's a little bit processed. But pasta is more processed than other fruit and vegetables. You don't get pasta plants, for example. So if it it doesn't grow directly, it has been refined. Pasta is basically made from flour, but it has been processed into pasta. And the husk has been taken off, so you're reducing the amount of fibre. And the problem with those kinds of foods is that they spike your glucose levels quickly, And then that gives you an insulin spike. And insulin is really that hormone, which is like the fat storage hormone. So insulin goes and says, "Okay, we've got too much energy. Let's store it for later on. Now, that's great. We need to store energy, but we don't need to store loads and loads and loads of energy. And we definitely don't want our bodies storing energy all day and not using the energy. We want our bodies to be able to use the energy that we store. So the confusion is that a lot of people say, Hey, this is Mediterranean style cuisine and it's very pasta heavy. It's very rice heavy. But yes, it is a dish that has come from the Mediterranean. But typically, historically, people in the Mediterranean didn't eat lots and lots of pasta. It was fruit and vegetables first with a little bit of pasta, a little bit of rice, as opposed to rice being the main, the main character in, in the meal. So the question really is, what is the Mediterranean style diet and how is it different from other Mediterranean, from other plant-based diets? And there was one big study called the PREDIMED study, which was done in 2011 and it was done here in Spain. It was quite a big study. So with studies, you want them to be big because you want to be getting lots of different people as opposed to like, hey, I did this with three people and, you know, three people had this result. Well, depending on the study, if it's only three people, it might just be due to chance. So Nutritional studies are really difficult to do because there's, well, for lots of reasons, but there's so many different variables involved. And this was one big nutritional study. In fact, I did a whole podcast on it. It was the first podcast I ever did years and years ago. But in quick terms, what they did was they divided the group into three. So one, was eating like normal food. One was eating Mediterranean style with olive oil and one was eating Mediterranean style with nuts, which are a source of fat. And they looked at the results of these and over a period of time. And what they found was that these were people who were sort of at risk for developing diabetes, but actually the people in the Mediterranean style diet, they didn't develop diabetes. So what happened to them I'm just scrolling down to get my list of results, was, now I've lost it. (laughs) There were four different things that they found. So one was that they didn't get, they were less likely to get type 2 diabetes. They were less, they had less weight around the middle. So they lost weight in the middle. That's that central, what's called central adiposity. Positive. and that's that what we can think of as dangerous belly fat really it's more dangerous than other types of fat so there's two basically two different types of fat there's what's called visceral fat which is belly fat and around your organs and then there's subcut- subcutaneous fat which is what you find on your arms and legs mostly it's sort of underneath the skin and that is considered less dangerous fat now they also sorry i've lost it now they were also less likely to get certain cancers and less likely to get heart disease. So this was really a big landmark, a big landmark study which built on other studies that had gone previously. like the other studies that had gone previously in the 1960 s were really what's called observational studies and looking and thinking, okay, people in the Mediterranean, they seem to be doing much better than other people, and this was what is called a randomised control trial. So a bigger, slightly more scientific way of doing it. So if you look at that study, it does lay out exactly what people ate and what they were asked to eat. And essentially, it's lots of fruit and vegetables, nuts and seeds being part of it, lentils and legumes, which in my opinion is an area that people don't really use very much. Most people like don't eat many lentils and legumes, and they're a really good source of fibre. So they did eat protein but less protein, not so much protein. And not surprisingly, they didn't eat very much processed foods. So white refined carbohydrates were not really in the picture. Now, that's not saying that they never ate these foods. It's saying that they ate most of the other foods. And, you know, I would say I live in Spain. I live in the Mediterranean. Do people eat like this now? Probably not, is the answer. If you come and look at Spain and look at modern Mediterranean, of course, people are eating more refined packaged foods than they used to now there are obviously people who are eating more fruit and vegetables an interesting point about fruit and vegetables is the availability of fruit and vegetables so if you live in an area where it's easy for you to get fruit and vegetables you're more likely to eat fruit and vegetables because it's easy and most towns in spain and other parts of the mediterranean have markets so people have access to fruit and vegetables So that is in a nutshell. So really thinking about your macronutrients, there are three macronutrients. There's protein, there's fat, and there's carbohydrate. And there's fibre, which is basically a carbohydrate, but it's one that isn't digested. So talking about fat, the Mediterranean style diet uses extra virgin olive oil. It is basically what people here in the Mediterranean use. Interestingly, I think coming from the UK, in the UK we use dairy as a fact. So we would cook with butter much more. And if you think about the climates, well, milk just spoils in the hot quite a lot. So milk and butter are available in the Mediterranean, but when it gets really hot it just goes off. So if you think about historically it would have been very difficult for them to be using butter. And what was available? Well, they had olive oil, they had olive trees, so olive oil. But So that's historically what people use. And it's really what is considered the hallmark of the Mediterranean-style diet. Now, if you look online and people talk about what is the Mediterranean-style diet, they will essentially describe a plant-based diet and then say, well, and you can have a healthy a healthy fat. Now, but that's not what the research was done. That was not what the research was done on this pretty med style. It was specifically done with extra virgin olive oil. So does that mean you have to have extra virgin olive oil? And the answer is, well, I highly recommend it because it has so many health benefits, so many other health benefits, but... If you want to lose weight with a different fat, you do need fat in your diet, then yes, of course you can do it. Now, of course, I'm going to recommend one of the healthier fats, one of as opposed to an unhealthy fat. But what I'm saying is, do you have to do the Mediterranean-style diet? And the answer is, no, you don't. But you do want to be using this as a framework. So I like to talk about it as a framework, which means if you understand this concept of fruit and vegetables being healthy... Being a good source of fiber, which is good for you, being naturally low in calories, you don't need to you don't need to count calories, but being able to understand which foods are supporting your health goals and which foods aren't is really helpful so that you can pick from the tasty foods that are supporting your health goals. So fruit and vegetables play a big key. I, I am what I call the cabbage queen. I love cabbage and I love just saying to people, look, It's really easy. If, in a nutshell, if you could just take away anything from this message that I'm giving you, it would be add more fruit and vegetables to your diet. It's as simple as that. It really is as simple as that without getting into the nitty gritty of, oh, what about this? What about that? What about this? What about that? And there are so many of those small questions that you can ask. And if you want to, feel free to ask me if I know the answer. If not, I have lots of resources where I can find out. But my message to you is it doesn't really matter. If you if you do the big things, if you do the, you know, moving more to plant-based foods, then you are going to get those benefits. And what I would say is enjoy it. Find ways of enjoying it. Now, you do have to make time to go shopping. You do have to make time to prepare food. Yes, you do. Those are the, the honest truth. Now, most people have to prepare food anyhow, most people aren't eating out every single day of the week. I know some people do, but most people aren't. So you still do have to prepare food. However, there are lots and lots of easy ways of preparing healthy foods. It's just a mindset shift. And what I would say to you is, it doesn't have to be complicated. Like, if you buy delicious, healthy fruit and vegetables Just chop them up, tomatoes. People always say, I saw a a comment in the Facebook group recently, and it was, How do you make a tomato and cucumber salad? And I just want to say, I don't know, chop up the tomato and the cucumber, and you've got cucumber salad. It doesn't have to be complicated. It really doesn't. But I think it takes a little bit of a jump in your mind to get to, Oh my goodness, I don't need to eat white refined carbohydrates. I don't need to eat a large portion of meat or protein. What I do need is healthy vegetables. And those vegetables are carbohydrates. And I know this is confusing because people always talk about, well, I want a low carb diet. Well, fruit and vegetables are carbohydrates mostly, but they are healthy fruit and vegetables. I know snacking is another thing that people really get stuck about. Like, oh my goodness, I need a snack in the middle of the day. Well, you can snack in the middle of the day. Fruit and vegetables are your friend. Nuts and seeds are another really good thing. I snack on nuts and seeds. So my snack will be nuts and seeds, and some fruit. And if you're thinking about nuts and seeds, I would say you want to have unsalted, unflavored nuts and seeds that aren't cooked in oil. You just want them either raw or they can be toasted. And if you had to choose out of the two of those, I would say go for raw because the toasted ones are sort of like easier to eat. And what you don't want is food that is so amazingly delicious that you are eating it for the sake of eating it. So my friends, that is a rundown of healthy eating and understanding that, understanding what healthy eating is really puts you in a place to be able to make big steps forward. It doesn't mean that you can never eat this food or you can never eat that food. But the reality is, is, and a lot of people say to me, look, I eat healthily. And then when we really dive down, they say, I eat healthily, but then also, you know, I emotionally eat chocolate or, you know, I eat a bar of chocolate every single day. Well, you don't have to exclude chocolate, but if you are eating a bar of chocolate every single day, then that isn't supporting your weight loss goals. It's actually quite quite a lot of sugar, even if it's dark chocolate. So really understanding what is going on helps you to make healthy decisions. Now, if you think, okay, this all sounds great, but I can't remember it. If you sign up for the Dr. Lena's recipes, it will send you a month of recipes. I have to confess, it is the 11th of August as I record this. And it's still in July recipes because I need to change it every month. I think I'll wait till September now. But it sends you a a PDF which has got some healthy recipes for you. And then the next day it will send you a PDF which is explaining the Mediterranean style diet. So a handout on the Mediterranean style diet. And if you've got any questions, feel free to ask. If you're not already in the Facebook group, come and join the Facebook group because that's a really easy place for people to be able to ask questions and get them answered. So if you have any questions, feel free to reach out and I will answer them. Have a wonderful day. Enjoy healthy eating. It really is about finding the joy in healthy eating and not depriving yourself, but really thinking about, okay, what delicious foods can I eat that are going to nourish my body that I'm going to enjoy eating. And I will tell you that I have been eating this way for years. I used to be like what I call the carbohydrate era. So I grew up eating breakfast cereal and bread for lunch and pasta for dinner until I kind of realized what I was doing to my body. And now I eat lots of fruit and vegetables and healthy foods. And I love what I eat and I never feel deprived. And yep, yeah, I've got four kids. So sometimes we eat you know cookies and cakes and things like that. To be honest, I actually don't enjoy them so much anymore. Like I used to enjoy them, but now I'm just like, I could just take it or leave it. It's mu- I much prefer eating my healthy way. Obviously, I have to balance it a little bit because kids, you know what kids are like. Do I ever feel deprived? No, absolutely not. Can I sit and watch my kids eating dessert or eating an ice cream or eating something that I'm not eating? Yes, absolutely. And it's totally easy to do because I have no desire to eat that food because I enjoy eating the other foods that I enjoy eating. So that sugar craving just disappears. The more you go through this, the sugar just stops having its appeal. And I know that for a lot of you, you're thinking, I just can't ever believe to get there. But promise me, I promise you, you just need to keep going, keep going until you reach that point. Okay, my friends, have a lovely day. And I look forward to chatting to you soon. Bye-bye.